thank you for listening to our podcast. We pray the word that you hear on this program will encourage, strengthen, and motivate you to do the will of God. Be blessed by today's message. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm glad you're able to join us, and uh, I pray this word is a blessing to you. It's a, it's a word that the Lord gave me. Uh, I, I ministered at our church a couple of weeks ago, and this is while the church was still closed. We were having these drive-in services, and people would come up, sit in their cars, turn the radio on, listen on the FM radio, t- tune into the channel, and um, it was it was so powerful to be a part of something like this this Sunday. It felt like, you know, the Bible talks about how Jesus got in the boat he asked for someone's boat. He got out of the boat and he launched out into the deep and then he ministered to the people. And they said, why did he do that for? Well, the purpose behind that was because the, there were so many people that were listening to him that he got in the boat and when he went out on the water, his voice would hit the water and it would echo across and it would be able to reached to all the people that were that were there along the shore that wanted to hear him. So it's amazing how uh, how that that was so that was surreal to me when I ministered this because and I was outside because as hot as it was, um, just the experience it it was it made me think for a moment of what Jesus felt like when he was on a boat and he was preaching to the people, teaching to the people that were on the shore. Uh, the kingdom of God is at hand. I pray this word is a blessing to you today. It was probably the most anointed I've ever felt when behind a, a microphone or ministering to to um, in a church or ser- of, of any sort. This is the most anointed I've ever felt. So um, I believe you will be blessed today. I'm going to give a shout out to Louis. Uh, thank you for, for listening. Uh, he told me today that he's had he's listened to all of our podcasts and it's time for us to start putting some more out there because he's all caught up. So um, let us know you're listening. Uh, shoot us an email, uh, stanleybrothersministries at gmail.com. Um, somewhere we'll have a, a text number you can text in. I don't have that number with me, but you can probably find it on one of our other podcasts. But let us know you're listening, and I'd be more than happy to give you a shout-out too. So be blessed today. And one more thing, this message, it's not going to be clear like you're hearing me now. It's recorded off a different device. And there's a part of the message where for about two or three seconds, the volume will change and someone else has already listened to this and they told me that it scared them because they weren't, it was unexpected. So um, the volume changes because I had to put two different devices together because for some reason the audio didn't pick up on one of those. So when you hear that, you'll probably start smiling because you'll remember me talking about this to you at this very moment. So be blessed today and uh, enjoy the word and let us know you're listening. I made a joke. I said, when I come out here, I'm going to be sweating like T.D. Jake. So I'm going to be saying, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Hallelujah. Y'all better be getting ready. That's what this word's all about today. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you a question. Don't you love it when you're at home and you're sitting here watching TV or you may be sitting at the table and all of a sudden you get a knock on the door and you're uh, your heart rate starts beating really fast. You look at your wife or your wife, you might look at your husband. You look at, the, you look at all the toys all over the floor. You, you, you get stressed out and you're thinking, I wonder who's at the door. I'm so embarrassed. There's no way I can go and open that door. I know that feeling with Megan Kate a lot. It seems like every, every day, Chris says, I wake up with plans on keeping this house clean, keeping all the toys 
in, in the tray in, in the chest and and giving making new rules every day making it you got baby girl you got to keep your when you're done with your toys you got to put them back up it never it never works the other day she was um she's trying to potty train herself so every once in a while she'll you'll hear water running for a very long time or the other day i heard her and i walked over there i said what are you doing and she she took the roll of toilet paper and she done ran it all through the house I heard Chris is screaming. She said, you got to stop that. That's valuable. That man, that, that's a treasure. You can't, you can't do that with that toilet paper. But my question, my thought is, is your heart, that's where, I'm, that's where I'm going today. Is your heart, if the Lord was to knock upon the door of your heart today, would you say, Lord, come on in? Would you, would you make room for him? But you know, here's the greatest thing. I'm totally jumping ahead of this. We may, we may open the door, or we may not choose to open the door to a guest that comes in our house. But let me tell you something. That's when the Lord, that's when we should make it more available for the Lord to come in is when it is a mess. I've heard people my entire life say, I can't, I can't go to church. I can't live for the Lord. I can't surrender because I've got too much junk in my house. I've got too much stuff going on. I got to get it all cleaned up first. But let me tell you something, my friend. That's the reason why Jesus died on the cross. He died on the cross to clean those things up. He, it's like he, he made a way before so that you know that all you have to do is to trust and believe in him and walk in the grace of God daily. And I'm telling you, he'll pick it up. He'll clean you up. He'll sanctify your life. And every day, it's a song that says it's sweeter than the day before. You'll be able to walk and, 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 and see things more clear in the spirit. The Lord will begin, he will begin to reveal his word to you in a way that you've never heard it before. You've never understood it before. See, this world has been given instructions over the past few months for everyone to clean up on the external so that the coronavirus would not enter internally. For a while, the stores couldn't keep the cleaning products on the shelf, and I'm sure in most areas it's still just like that. The church has been shut down. But how many of you believe that when the world is down to nothing, that God is up to something? Let me hear you say amen today if you believe that. Hallelujah. And I believe that today that the Lord is calling the church, that's you and I, to clean up internally so that he can work through us externally. Do you believe that, church? I believe that is the word for the hour. The Lord has been speaking to the prayer group. I was sitting at home after a couple weeks had went by, and Monday night we usually assemble together our, our intercessory prayer group every Monday night, and it went a couple weeks and we've not done nothing. I was sitting on, on, on the couch watching TV, and I began to pray, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and he said, you get, you get a prayer call together. You get them together because I need to, uh, there's a word I want to speak to the people. Yeah, the, the building might be down, but I need, I'm continue to speak to my people. Let me tell you, church. You may not be able to walk in these doors right now for the past couple of weeks or the past couple of months, but I promise you, no matter where you are, the Lord is still speaking to his children. He is still speaking to his children. I've made reference to this before. You can hear my voice out of these speakers. You may hear my voice out of the speakers in your car. If you step behind this church, you may not be able to hear what's coming out of these speakers. That's the same way the Lord is continuing to speak. He's not stopping his voice. He's continuing to speak to his people. And the word speaks about that 
If you have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say to you, He's continued to speak. What that means, you say, I can't hear the voice of the Lord. That means you need to come around to where the front of the speaker is. You need to come around to where the voice of the Lord is being spoken. And the Lord will begin to show you the things that are hindering you from hearing the voice of the Lord. So He spoke to me and He said, get them together and let's begin to pray. And that's exactly what he did. And this morning, um, through my message, I'm going to be sharing a couple of things that he has spoken to us. Because how many of you want to hear what the Lord is speaking for this hour? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We know that the word says that, or the word doesn't say this, but we know that the Lord, it would be very uncomfortable for him to dwell in an unclean temple. I've always thought the word says that because I've heard it my whole life and I found out the Bible don't even say that. But we know that to be true. We know that water and oil don't mix. And we know that, that could you imagine Jesus standing in a place in, in a heart that is filthy, that the heart is not, not willing to be opened up for the Lord to, say, to, to, to completely cleanse them? I believe that the Lord is not comfortable in a place that's unholy, and he's calling for the church to clean up their hearts, to clean up their acts. Let me, let me tell you something. When the Lord began to speak to us, he said, um, excuse me let, me, let me start here. Before I even go any further, what the Lord would say to the church, Revelation 2 Verse 29 says, he that had the ear, let him hear what the Spirit would say to the church. That's where I want to start. Because what I'm going to give you is words from the, from the Bible and words the Lord has spoken to us. And I'm just, I'm revealing it to you. So I'm giving you what this scripture says. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit say to the churches. So the Lord has spoken to us. And I'm going to, I want to proclaim to you what the Lord has said. And if you would open your ears, open your hearts and open your mind and turn your ear to the word that the Lord would speak today. I promise you, you're going to receive a, a word from God. And this word is going to change you as long as you allow this word to change you. A couple, just a couple of days ago, mom called. She said, the, let me start here. Every night before we end, we've been praying for the Lord to speak through dreams and visions and through, through prophecy and through his word every night. And we've been praying this. And, and there has been people that the Lord has been speaking through, through dreams and visions. So, I mean, so many. I'll hit a couple of these today. But mom called me. She said, the Lord spoke to me. She said, do you think this is something I should share? When she told me the word, I said, most definitely, Mom. That is definitely for the church. And I want to tell you what he said to her. She woke up early one morning. And she said when she opened her eyes, she seen the outline of a baby's face. She said, oh, Lord, man, I'm, I'm going to be a grandmother again. She said, no, in my spirit, she said, no. No, the Lord is speaking something else. She said, I closed my eyes. When I opened my eyes again, I seen it again. There was a reflection. There was an outline of a baby's face. She said, I'll begin to pray and say, Lord, I need you to speak to me. What, 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 is, what, what is this about? And here's what the Lord said to her. He said that we, the church, we are travailing, which means a painful or a, or a labor nature, physical or a mental exhaustion, agony or torment. He said that we as a church, we are, we are married to the church in, in the same time of our trimester, which means a, three period, a period of three months. It is a crucial time for the baby. She then understood that the Lord wasn't speaking about a, a physical baby, but the Lord was speaking about something the Lord is wanting to birth in the church. And that's the reason why I want you to turn your ears to the voice of the Lord today, because this is word is for you. I promise you this word is for each and every one of us. She understood this word. This was the Lord, the Lord speaking about the church. 
we have been going through situations as if we were carrying a child these past few months. The first few months were very important for the birth, for this birth. And after the trimester, we will, ha we will have to be patient for the ninth and the tenth month of the birth. Then the Lord spoke to her and said that we are in the eleventh hour. The deliverance and rescue is coming. Deliverance and rescue is coming. How many of you declare that word over your life, over your home, over your church, over your friends, over your loved ones, that deliverance and rescue is coming? You at home that are watching, I proclaim that word over you, that deliverance and rescue is coming to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Then he told her, listen here, here's the key. He said, we the church, we need to know the importance of preparing a clean place for what is about to be birthed. What does that mean? If you know that you're going to have a child, you know that when you get home, your house got to be clean. You know for that baby that's been so, so nursed its entire life inside the womb of its mother, that when, it, when it's birth, we know that we got to keep things clean. We got to keep it clean so that child won't get sick, that child won't catch a cold, won't catch an infection. That's what the Lord said to the church, that when he's about to birth, it's time that we prepare our hearts. We prepare the things so that we can prepare for what God's getting ready to birth in this church. Do y'all receive this word, church? Hallelujah. He said that there must be a place that you must make that is sterilized. And if we don't cleanse, that which is to be born will not live. We put to prepare in the spirit for what the Lord is about to birth. When, when a child is born to a new family, I know this. This happened to me. It's quite comical. And, and you, I'm sure if, if you've had a child before, it doesn't matter your age. I'm sure you would laugh at this because it's true no matter what your age. When, when it was time for the child to be born or maybe when you brought the child home for the first time, you had everybody telling you what to do. You had everybody telling you, you got to do it like this. You got to clean this. You got to wipe like this. You got to, you got to make sure you use this type of medicine. You got to use these type of diapers, use these type of baby wipes. You, you got everybody telling you what to do. I remember that very, very well. I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for those who are around me, but God is calling us not only to prepare ourselves, but to help others around us so that they will not lose what God is about to birth in our, in their lives. That word says that what you know that God has worked in your life in the past, what God has done for you and the things that you have prayed for, God is not through with you. Brother Payne, God is not through with you. There is a word that he has put inside of you, and that word is so anointed. You know, listen here. I don't know if you got to, to watch this video that Sister Terry ministered not too long ago, and I, I've never heard nothing like this. I believe this, this is amazing. She talked about how we believe that when, when Jesus when Jesus spoke, when Jesus would, would speak of his, the things, what he would do, what he was capable of doing, and he would testify of his good works, what that is, and I'll even relate it to our lives, when the Lord brings you through something that you prayed and, and you fasted and you, you sought the face of the Lord and, the, and through such agony and, and pain, the Lord brought you through it. Let me tell you something. When you speak your testimony and you tell others of what the Lord has done for you, you are prophesying to those people that what God did for me, he will do the same thing for you if you just begin to trust in the Lord. So with that being said, what I'm saying is don't forget the things that God has done for you, church. When you go to bed at night, ask God to reveal to you. I know it ain't good to look back upon the things of the past, but I believe you can ask the Lord to reveal to you the things 
the things that he that he has done for you in the past because I'm telling you there's people that's in this parking lot that needs to hear the testimony of other people that's in this parking lot I'm telling you right now his word, when his word goes out, when his word works through you, it will not return void. When you speak to someone and you say, they didn't receive what I had to say, just stand back and know that you sowed a seed. You obeyed the Lord, you sowed a seed. Can I get an amen today, church? We need to pray for a cleansing, for the Lord to cleanse our heart, for the Lord to cleanse our minds, and the Lord to cleanse our mouths. Do you want to hear a word from someone that you know that right before they just said, oh, I got to tell you what the Lord told me to tell you, that just yesterday you heard them talking to somebody and they were cussing, you know, that with things they were doing, it wasn't right with God. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't pleasing in the Lord's eyes. Do you want to hear a word? Do you, do, 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 will you, will you, would you be able to receive that word? It'd be hard to, very hard to, when you know that, yeah, we need to pray for our hearts to be cleansed, our minds to be cleansed, and our mouth to be cleansed daily, daily. Do you go a week or two without taking a bath? Don't answer that question. I hope you don't. It wouldn't be good. And guess what? Those, if you, if you say, oh, uh, the people around you would know. They would, they, would, they would know. Well, if you don't let the Lord spiritually cleanse you and continue to sanctify you daily, the people around you are going to know. How many of you, by the sound of your horn or your hands waving, do you want God to use you? I want to see, I want to see everyone's hand that, that really means this. That you want God to use you. There's the key right there. A everyday cleansing. If we got to cleanse ourselves every day physically, how much more spiritually, if we want to be used by God for there to be a cleansing? 1 Corinthians 6, 19 says, Don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. You're living in a borrowed body. Your spirit is yours. Yes, you can make your own decisions, but when it affects your body, that body's not even yours. It's not even yours. If you go rent a car and you expect to go drive it, wreck it, run it up and down, beat the doors in and come back and hand over the key and not have to pay the penalty for the, that ain't your car. But I thank God that we have an eternal insurance plan that he covers all the damage. That his grace, his blood, as we just say, his blood is that insurance plan. That although, yes, we may make mistakes, we may make mistakes, but we don't wake up in the morning. Brother Payne, we don't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to be a sinner today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how far I can ride the line. See how far I can, I can stay on the fence about if I can be in the, how I want to live and live the ways of the Lord. The Bible says he will spew you out of his mouth. That's, that's the word of the Lord. Ask yourself this question. What would I do if the Lord knocked on my spiritual door right now? Is it clean? Would my baby live or would my baby die? In Esther chapter 2. When Esther was arranged, listen, when Esther was arranged, hallelujah, to meet the king, she had been given six months worth of oil and of myrrh and six months worth of perfumes for the time of cleansing and preparation for the moment she was about to meet her groom. There's something very, there's something very special about, there's something about the oil that was given to her. That oil was for preparation. I believe that the Lord is speaking to the church that we need the oil we need the oil. We need the anointing of God. If we want God to use us, if we want to be prepared for the things that God is wanting to do in our lives, we need the oil. 
We need the oil. Hallelujah. Just raise your hands where you are and say, Lord, send me the oil, Lord. Lord, fill my cup this day. Send me the oil, God, so that I can be used for your glory. Hallelujah. We receive your oil. That oil was preparation because what she was about to do, she was about to go meet the king. Without the preparation, she would not, you know, I used to read this and think, think that they gave all of the, they gave the oil, then they gave, they gave the, the jewelry and all these to these girls in, the, in this story of Esther, just so that they would be able to look pretty or smell nice. So when they, they get to the king, no, there's something significant about the oil. Yes, 